Hello, I'm Kaylee, And I'm Evie. And we are two gals here to have an honest discussion about all things sex, mental health and self-love. Twice a month, prepare for no filter and pure honesty, covering everything from improving your mental health to discovering your body. Fuck up number five. They'll just be like, fucking hell, shut up and get on with it. <laughs> or to be fair, I'm like that with most podcasts. Like, skip to two minutes in where we actually start. <laughs> all the American ones, I have to skip a minute and a half in almost every time because of all the adverts. Okay. Okay, I'm going to do it now. Welcome to Clitorally the Best, a conversation with just the two of us discussing body hair and butt stuff. Woo woo, yeah. Woo woo. We okay. love buttholes. <laughs> we love body hair. Yes. So, first of all, I think we should mm-hmm. say um, sorry that we've been a bit AWOL. But, mm. um, yeah, at the, I had a surgery. Um, I'm going to announce it because it's kind of funny now. I know it's not <laughs> sinister. Um, I had a mole on my perineum, which is the bit between your vulva and your um, butthole. And it was near my butthole. So, you know, I was a bit like worried and I got it checked out and they had to basically remove it because it's quite big. And they said it looked it could it looked a bit cancerous. Um, so I've been stressed out with that because I couldn't sit down for about five days. Um, mm. Yeah, it was, it was not fun. Uh, but um, I found out the other day that it is completely fine and malignant. No, not malignant. Malignant <laughs> means cancerous. Benign. It's benign. There you go. I don't. I don't know words, so it's fine. Yeah, and then Kaylee, you've been like, yeah, starting uni. Oh yeah. So started. Yeah, I was just starting um, a biology degree with Open University. I haven't even announced this really to my own family, but I'll announce it to all of our wonderful listeners. <laughs> um, I'm planning to do this alongside of work, so and alongside our podcast and Instagram, so. Yes, it's a lot. It's a lot happening, but oh, and we're also doing the egg donation. So, yes, you know, but it'll be great, and I'm excited to do all of it. But that is why we've been a bit distant. Yeah, although the followers have not been because we are nearly at eight thousand, and I think the last oh my time, God. yeah, the last time we did an episode, I think we were at like two thousand. Yeah, like I think just the right people shared at the right time. But yes. we're so happy and we're, yeah, welcome, welcome. We hope you learned something. We hope we learned something. We're mm-hmm. just having a good time. Yeah, this one's just a bit of a chat, really, because we were meant to have a guest on, which has now been rescheduled. But poor girl, she was all prepped, ready, and <laughs> we didn't realise that the recording software doesn't let you record if not everybody has a computer. So we mm. thought we'd just record now and um, have a bit of a chat about but stuff and body hair. Why not? We're all prepped. Mm. We're in our matching t-shirts. Literally yeah. the best. Why not? If you want to buy one, link in the bio. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Shameless plug. Well, shame. Well, yeah, but you got to do it. You got to do it. Everyone else's. Mm. <laughs> well, what what should we talk about first? But stuff uh, and the body hair. Body hair. Body, body hair. hair. It's a big mm. one. So, I obviously there are a bunch of methods. You can keep your hair or you can get rid of it, but we I think we both found one that works best for us. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that is epilating. Although I will say I epilated three days ago and I don't know if my body just wasn't ready for it or if I just didn't have like a hot enough shower, but I really damaged my armpits. Like, Oh God. Oh my goodness. And then I put, um, deodorant on and that was a mistake. Oh, since I've started epilating, so Kaylee introduced me to it, and um, I can only do my bikini line. I don't have the balls um, to do um, <laughs> what you call the whole thing, whole shebang, whole shebang. Um, but I do do it in my armpits, and honestly, after about the fourth time, I can't feel anything. And now when I yeah. do it, they just fall out like dust. Like it's like it's 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 like it's my forehead. Like the skin is just like that and a dusty pit. Honestly, it's almost dusty. Like it's mental. No pain at all. Oh, I see. I feel like because my hair is so dark and thick, any body hair will it clings in. It really holds its ground. Really. And uh, when it's there, you can you can see it. But that's fine. I'm I've mm. I'm, it means I've got dark eyelashes and you know dark hair, and I love that. Um, but it still does hurt. I can do the whole shebang. In fact, I'd rather do my butthole than my armpits. Wow. It's weird how like different everybody's is like pain wise. Um, yeah. For me, like pulling out a single pube is (laughs) horrific. (laughs) Well, I feel like the, um, I don't even know what you call it. The mound, the mound. (laughs) What? (laughs) You, You know, like, um. Oh, when I used to read like uh, like erotic novels, they would always call like oh her her soft mound, and it's like the pubic bone area. Oh, the where... pubic bone, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But it was referred to as the mound, so we'll just say mound. Why not the yeah. mound? I feel like super easy to epilate, but uh, any sort of like labia butthole region, it is sore. But as long as you pull the skin taut, power through. Mm, yeah, and have a hot bath. Ideally I have to say, since lockdown, I've um, only epilated my armpits and I've let it go quite free down there. Partly because, uh, especially recently, because of the surgery and where I had it, there was mm. no, and the mole, there was no shaving. Because if I nick that mole or the wound I have now, which is just an open wound, um, still healing. Um, mm. If I try to put a razor down there or even an epilator, I... Oh. No. I wouldn't risk putting so, an epilator now if you've got stitches as well. Yeah, Oof. so I've just been shaving uh, my bikini line. So obviously you can, you don't have to stick to one method. You can do whatever method you like. You can just trim, which I think is what I'm doing at the moment, um, mm-hmm. which I'm actually quite enjoying. And my partner is not that bothered. And he is getting quite wild as well. And I think <laughs> if, he, if he's letting it go wild, why can't I? Exactly, um, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you ever just uh, been like, I'm sick of this and just tweezered tweezered the the mound so sometimes i don't know if it's weird but when i'm on the toilet and i'm like really like bored or there's like Mm. some tweezers next to me i'll sometimes just you know tweezer like where it meets my belly button or like the edges or just Mm. if there's a little ingrown hair i'll just like yeah i love a bit of ingrown hair pulling it's (laughs) quite fun (laughs) that is a thing that is never shown in porn is obviously they are all usually like clean shaven Mm-hmm. But they never have, um, like, ingrown hairs or, like, pimples or, like, red patches, that kind of thing. Yes. And I I remember when I was quite young, I was like, well, why is my hair so, like, thick and dark? And if I shave it, like, then it's, like, either stubbly or, you know, that kind of thing. Which is why I love mm-hmm. epilating because it takes away all kinds of, like, shadows and makes it softer and more sparse. But it did uh, annoy me. Not annoy me, but, like, 
yeah, it was quite distressing when you're quite young and you're exposed to that kind of thing. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, they're so perfect. And then you look down and you're like, oh, that's an ingrown hair. That's a... I don't and especially know, like a... if you're not... Yeah, and you're not like tra- not trained because you don't get trained in shaving. But, you know, like <laughs> you just go there dry and like you see some vaginas that like have just started and it's just red raw and it looks so mm-hmm. sore down there and you're like, no. But um, yeah. I think also the thing to remember is which... It's quite dark where people started shaving in porn. It was basically to make them look like prepubescent girls, mm-hmm. which is Sick. fucked. Yeah, yeah very. And, and now, obviously, it's taken on mainstream. But I think my mum told me that when she saw saw I'd shaved. I think I shaved at, like, 12 or 13. And she was like, <gasps> I got really upset about it. And now I kind of understand because back in, like, I think the 70s, 80s, any porn like that, that was what it was for. It was... Mm. Oh, I don't really know. It might be nineties. I'm not good with yeah, years, that. Yeah, but... compl- that is very messed up. Mm. But I suppose now it's just personal preference. I yeah. feel good when I am clean shaven. I feel like smooth and sexy because I kind of like moisturize my entire body, and I'm like, oh, I feel so good. Then you get into your bed mm. sheets, and for me, it feels great. Um, and I found my partner is very, very, very low maintenance. Um, but recently gave a bit of a trim and he was amazed at how much more he could feel because there wasn't like a big old bush of hair in the way. (laughs) I'm sure he won't mind me telling everyone that. Um, And since he was like, you know what? It was only itchy for like a day. Like I'm going to do that from now on. It's not completely gone, but he trimmed it back and he was like, the feel is just so much better. So it, you know, maybe shaving or like trimming, um helps with just a bit more like exposure so you sort of like feel mm. everything a little bit more but it's just personal preference and yeah if I feel like not shaving I remember when I first was got got with him I didn't I hadn't epilated and he was sort of like initiating something and I was like oh but I haven't shaved or anything I feel so gross and he didn't even notice and still doesn't and then it sort of hit me that I'm doing it for me, not for him, and it feels much better now. Uh, I think the important thing to remember is when it comes to your body and your body hair, you have only got to be whatever you do to it. It's got to be because you want to do. And if you are, if you look at while you're shaving, and if it is for somebody else, mm-hmm. like think, should it be that way? It's you. Should, I, I, my personally, I think you should only shave if you want to. And Absolutely. Yeah, you shouldn't feel pressured into it. If your partner's, like, telling you to, that's not fair. Um, call them out or dump them, because fuck that. <laughs> yeah, leave them. <laughs> yeah, leave them. Do what you need to do for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, personal yeah. preference. The other thing is, is I don't think a lot of people um, want to admit to or are aware that buttholes are hairy. Buttholes are hairy. Mm. Yeah, we did a post and on I, that. We did do a post on that. Well, you did a post on that. <laughs> I did some hairy, hairy letters. It was great. You should check it out. It took me ages. Well, I mean, everybody does have hair. Sometimes it's finer, so you don't, you're not really aware, or it's blonde, so maybe you can't see it. Um, people like me have very thick, dark hair. It's obvious, and it's also not a. It's not a problem at all. Like everyone has it. Think, look at boys' buttholes. They're all gross and hairy, but they're not yeah. gross. No, but I'd I say, yeah, say mm, no. The th- the difficulty is, is I thought when I finally, because it's not somewhere you look at unless you really get a mirror or yeah. um, whatever, but I find that 
when I found it, I was like, oh my God, like I'm this weirdo. I ne- Nobody ever yeah. t- t- spoke about it. So I genuinely thought I had like issues. And I shaved it probably, I've been shaving it for about two, three or four years. And I think that was a mistake because now it grows back, I'd say, as thick as my pubes. Um, and I don't know if it did before, to be honest, because I didn't really look. But I do mm. think that um, I probably, if you say if you did, you have found it and you do want to get rid of it, um, I would say wax or epilate. I remember um, I used to tweeze them. <laughs> wow, how did you get the angles? Without um, mir- tweezering your butthole. Mirrors. You know, I think that's why I got so flexible because I was just trying to get to my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a lot of high maintenance. It was, but now epilator just whoop, and it's gone, more or less, with a little bit of pain and a little bit of stretching. Um, what else? Before we move on to buttholes or oh, more butt stuff, <laughs> nipple hair as well. I think I think is one that people don't yes. address. Yes, I. I think, you know, you have like normal body hair, it's just quite fine, but there are the odd places where you get very thick black ones. I think round my, my nipples, I think I've got like four on each really, like four obvious ones. And I do Mm. usually like tweeze them out, but it's also nice to know that, you know, I'm not a freak. It's not a weird thing to have. People just do have hair in places. Like we're humans. Mm. I have, I have like pube thick hairs on my neck sometimes. I'm like, Mm. what is going on? I don't even have a mole there, so I don't really know what's... But, you know. Yeah, the occasional chin hair. It's so normal. Uh, I remember uh, in school there was a girl who had quite long, dark hair. So beautiful. But she had quite um, a prominent mustache. And she did get picked on quite a lot. And I I was, like, it was so distressing because I was like, everyone has one. Everyone does. I have one. And occasionally Mm. I'll epilate or I'll tweeze if it's, like, super obvious. But I'm coming to to love and acknowledge that everybody has body hair and it's not yes. a weird thing to have in the past i say since starting this account i have got a lot more lax on my like uh what do you call it ladyscaping it's manscaping <laughs> grooming i don't know what else grooming yes i've got a much more lax on it and i think as i've started to love my body as it is like with my rolls and everything i've kind of gone a bit i'm not so stressed about me um, too yeah yeah and that, and I have to say, it's a schedule that I'm not missing. Uh, yeah, before it'd be like a, oh, a slight bit of like stubble or hair, like oh no, like I can see everything. Mm. I don't do like barely any maintaining now, and I also don't obsess about it. And I don't when I get dressed in the morning. I still do sometimes, especially when I'm bloating. Um, but I don't mm. obsess about how I look as much and that it's a journey to like acceptance and that our page has helped that and I hope that people that see our page has helped that um Mm -hmm. also I've been following on my personal account um a bunch of accounts of body positivity and stuff and they you know have been addressing like body hair um bodies shapes and sizes and yeah it's helped me acknowledge and accept Mm. myself so much yeah I think the only issue with surrounding body hair and removing body hair is if you're not doing it for yourself if you're feeling pressured that's really the only issue apart from that there is no wrong way there's mm-hmm. no right way um you just do what you want to do absolutely mm-hmm. well as we're also going on to um butt stuff um i know that's something we spoke about as well which i think we may as well just chat about because i'm sure there are other people out there is uh skin tags around buttholes that kind of thing mm-hmm. yes um 
sometimes uh you can get skin tags anywhere really but sometimes they develop around um the anus especially if you experience like anal fissures as well which is just small tears and um, sometimes that can just as it's healing just produce like a little bit of a flap of skin and I when I first noticed it it's not very noticeable but now I've noticed it once it's like an obsession and I was googling like how can I get rid of this how much would it be um, to have it cut off surgery that kind of thing Although hearing about your surgery now, I've completely changed mm-hmm. my mind. Don't do it. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but and and also talking to you about it and realizing, oh, hang on, this is just it's just a normal thing. And yeah. at no point really, apart from in your case because of the surgery, is anyone like spreading your cheeks to like observe you. Like, yes. Okay. So I had this giant mole that honestly looked like a piece of poo, and. <laughs> Um, like my boyfriend would be doing me doggy, whatever, which way, anyway, never noticed it. <laughs> exactly. Like, never noticed it. So really, and also I didn't realise, because I didn't look down there, so I didn't know how long it had been there, um, but I knew it used to be a freckle. So obviously that was why I panicked, because I thought, oh my God, it's grown really quick. Mm-hmm. But then after looking down there, I was proper inspecting, because I just don't really look at my bum hole. <laughs> um and now I know it great. We're best friends. But um, <laughs> but I saw like a little bit of extra skin that goes like from the bum hole to the vagina, which I, but like uh, raised. So obviously there's the perineum and mm-hmm. I didn't realise that's just the perineum and the skin does raise like that. But I thought that that wasn't normal. Um, and then so much, and then my partner was like, like, look, look at mine. Because I was like... I love I that. I you. love that you're comparing the so, buttholes. So we were comparing buttholes in bed. Um, I don't even know if this was post-sex. I think we literally were just comparing buttholes. But like, it's because I was getting really like panicky. And he was like, see, it's normal. And I was like, oh. But because I just never really looked down there. Like, obviously, I, I've looked um, like at my vagina and stuff. But because it's so far back and you're, everything's squished together, it's not really something mm. you can look at unless you proper you know pull everything apart (laughs) i feel like because i epilate everywhere and i mean everywhere everything probably from like the nose down like because we cover a mustache there as well why not um i feel like i have seen a great deal of my butthole (laughs) and that's great because i know exactly what it looks like if it deviates from that then i know that there's something going on yeah That that is the pro of doing the mostest with the epilator yeah, yeah. You know you know what's you know what's up. I, I also have a wardrobe of mirrors, so I just do it like, you know, leg up on that. So I see every I think I've seen too much. But you know That's what? useful. I've explored mm. every inch of my body, so I can allow someone else to. And I think a good point to make is you should be as comfortable with your partner as being able to look at each other's buttholes. I, I love mean- that you did that. I mean, you don't have to if you guys don't want to do that, but that's that's the level of closeness that they you both willing mm-hmm. to do that. And that's what, what a lovely mean. thing this... for him to try and set your mind at ease is just like have a gander, He's a babe. have a gander at my butthole, Evie. <laughs> mm. I love it. And I'm not boasting, okay? This is the first time I think I've been in a relationship where I would ever even ever come close to that. Yeah, so I'm just proud. Me too. Before, I think I always tried to put on a facade of this, like, clean-shaven, moisturised wonder, um, which was just stressful because, like, oh, period, like, oh, no, I can't go round or I don't want them to see me like this or, oh, I'm ill. But now, just Mm. everything's on the table. What you see is what you get, and it's great (laughs) because I don't have to worry about it. I'm not hiding anything. Um, Especially with those mirrors. 
Oh, you can't. You, yeah, you can't hide anything from the mirrors. <laughs> well, butt stuff. I feel like we could do a whole separate episode just on butt stuff, and I'm sure that we will in the future. Um, probably when we cover um, sex toys again, or sex toys for men, especially because that's mm-hmm. always a fun one to talk about. But we'll just cover just general fun-loving butts today. <laughs> we need a guy on to talk about that, or anyone with a penis. Um, not necessarily a guy. Mm. Um, because I feel like we can't completely talk about it. Com- You're right. Yeah, we do need um, a different, an outside perspective. Um, a penis wielding butthole owner would be great. Yes. So please, if you are one of them, email us or DM <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about your buttholes and the fun you have with it. <laughs> yes. And your penis. Yeah. Vacancy, please. <laughs> we need someone to tell us about their butthole. What do you put in your butthole? <laughs> we've gone off topic well still on topic but we've um we've Mm. lost the trail buttholes i don't do a great deal with my butthole but i feel like i see this oh Mm. sorry this is where i think we're gonna it's gonna be perfect because i don't do much with my partner's butthole but i've always done quite a lot with my butthole and i Mm -hmm. feel like you're the opposite so yes i haven't ever entered another butthole but i've um I don't know why I'm just picturing you entering head first. (laughs) I've never, I've never tried pegging or um, uh, fingering Mm. that kind of thing. Not that I'm opposed to it. I've just never had a partner that's um, been willing to do it. Maybe it's on the cards because we're always trying new stuff. So never say never. Um, But I have done like plenty of rimming, um, which is which is great. Like it's it's. I mean, I like being, you know, in that area anyway. And um, it's nice to have a, less boundaries. Like, where am I going? You never know. Do you like this? Mm. Do you like this? And it's great because then you put yourself in more vulnerable positions, like um, a um, yes. partner on their like hands and knees. They wouldn't really normally be in that position, sort of like bearing all, but it took it to like a next level of... It's quite vulnerable. It's very vulnerable, yeah. Especially um, for a, a, a straight man who wouldn't normally put himself in that position um be it because of stigma or just personal preference but um that was good because you also have a lot more access to the perineum which is um erogenous zone so that's good so yeah why not why limit yourself just because of um oh does that make me gay no it doesn't actually it probably will Mm. feel amazing so give it a go i have to say as well the stigma around girls Mm. buttholes um obviously there's a bit of a less stigma but i found when i was younger if it'd always be like oh she's Mm -hmm. dirty or or, like i remember even like last year i mentioned it to a group of mine which i'm not really into anymore because they're just you know Mm. lag culture they shame anything and that's not what we're about not on our journey especially not (laughs) no and i remember yeah they'd found out that like i liked Mm -hmm. a bit of anal and then, like, they just called me out in the pub and they were like, oh, yeah, you like anal, don't you, Evie? Like, trying to, in front of about 12 people mm-hmm. just to, like, try and shame me. And I was just like, yeah, and what? Of course, I still felt embarrassed because everybody was staring yeah. at me. Yeah. And judging. And I'm like, oh, for God's sake. And it's like, I know you're, but you're doing that when you get home anyway. So why are you shaming a girl yeah. for it? Like, it's oh, shaming a girl, just, but then it's them being and... like, oh, yeah, I just want to bang her up the arse. Like, you can't have it both ways. You mm. can't shame yeah. a girl for doing it and enjoying it as a consenting adult, but then also idolizing or like putting it on a pedestal. I just want to like 
fucker in the ass kind of thing. Mm. Like you can't be like keen for that, but then simultaneously like stigmatize it. It's yeah, it's not good. I think I've done it successfully and enjoyably twice in, I've probably done it about four times in total and out of two of them, I'd probably say were amazing. And they were amazing. Like when I, that was uh, when I really eased myself into it, I used a clit stimulator as well. A lot of, a lot of lube. And then I, it was sort of like mind blowing. And I was like, why don't I do this all the time? But then since then I've done it a couple of times when I wasn't fully ready or didn't want to put the time in. And I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. never want to do this again. The thing is with anal is you cannot fake yourself mm-hmm. into being ready. It's, you need to lube up, but mentally, if you're mentally shocked, you're mentally like, ah, your asshole just clenches throughout yeah. the day anyway. Um, so if you are not relaxed, it you can really do some damage. You it can be really painful. Like I've had someone accidentally Ooh. go in there, and it feels like you are being stabbed all the mm-hmm. way up to your throat. Like it is the worst pain. So if you are not ready, um, and I, you might say, "Oh, I want to do it," that doesn't mean you're ready. Like if you're not completely relaxed, your uh, your physical body is not relaxed, you are not going to have fun. But if you are, so say if you've done mm-hmm. loads of foreplay. Like you say, clit stimulation, you are lubed up, both of you are lubed up, ready to go. Then honestly, it's one of the best, I say, my best orgasms um, have probably been through doing anal. Mm. Um, I have to say, position-wise, everyone usually, when you start trying to picture it, it's like doggy, but for me, that goes way too deep and I can't enjoy it. I'm also not in control. Um, And if you're not in control, then... And the guy can't feel what it know feels how, like. How deep um, it's going, or how fast it is. Yeah, or the yeah, or the girl with the toy. Like you just you don't you don't know. Um, so what I find is going on top actually is really nice. Um, and you can climb on. You mm-hmm. know how far to take it. And often, often like for the first while or so, you don't go very deep at all. But, Do you um, face away when you go on top? No. I don't. Um, for me, oh, I okay. I struggle with the angles for reverse cowgirl. Yeah. Um, I've got. Yeah. I I I prefer also seeing them. Um, I kind mm. of feel like I turn off when I'm not looking. Um, yeah. But another great one is sideways. Uh, so spooning, because again, you can back yes. you back up back up onto it. Um, so again, you're in control. I think the best time I did it, uh, it was doggy, but they were just sort of like rested. Like, I think they were just like sat back on their feet and then I was the one moving mm. myself. And that was great because I was completely in control. They weren't moving. And I was like, wow, this is, this is amazing. Mm. Mm. Um, I'd say I've done it. I, when I got my dildo, I used that in the shower and mm. I was sort of experimenting and that was really nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so obviously yeah the reason it feels good is it like hits your g-spot or it can hit because obviously the clitoris is very big and it hits the um i can't remember the technical terms but it hits part of the clitoris that's in you um so coupled with that it just and then if you have your clitoral stimulation it makes everything just so much more intense but that's why if you go on top the uh penis or toy is angled like towards the wall so it pushes, it kind of works that way, um, I find anyway. Ooh. But yeah. Well, you know what? You've convinced me. I'll give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, well. all you've, it's all about being relaxed and ready. Um, I have mm. to say, probably the first time I tried it, I was drunk because um, your asshole relaxes when you drink or um, 
and your inhibitions else. have uh, gone. Yeah. So you're, you're like, I'll try anything. You're loose and ready. Um, yeah. <laughs> but equally, you don't want to be too drunk that you don't remember it. Um, yeah, yeah, and it might be difficult to be really sure that you want to do it if you're drunk and your inhibitions have lowered and you're giving yeah. consent. Yeah, I mean, like, tipsy. To... Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Um, but you might be, like, convinced or persuaded into doing it and sort yeah. of think you want to do it but then if even a part of you doesn't want to do it then it's probably not going to be enjoyable for you yeah definitely so another important thing to point out is that you should always use a condom with anal sex um to safe and often they are also uh lubed and slightly oily mm. so it can help that way yeah and also it might be a bit messy so that's another great reason too but also it's important to remember to not double dip Mm-hmm. Um, obviously UTIs the main way to stop that is peeing after sex but if you obviously it's the bacteria and then that gets into your urethra and if you are double dipping and a bit of poop particles gets on in there then you're not gonna have fun um yeah and it's just mm, the quickest way either of an infection you. really yeah yeah you know you don't want to mess up your ph balance our vaginas are self-cleaning Sensitive. little ovens like just let them get on with it yeah <laughs> indeed um yeah so that's kind of the lowdown on anal if anybody wants to try it mm. um yeah i've learned something and i'm inspired evie oh thank you i never knew i'd inspire you <laughs> through anal <laughs> through anal oh, oh my god oh my goodness oh, well dear. i feel like we have covered a great deal on body hair and butt mm-hmm. stuff, and I'm sure that we'll do this again. Body hair is always a, a one to come back to because it's an ever-growing thing that people are going back to having um, hairy armpits and mm-hmm. hairy genitalia, which is great. You do whatever you need to do for you. Um, and so I'm sure that we'll cover this again. Yes. Yeah, so next episode we have um, a special guest all the way from Australia who's a dietitian and uh, she's going to be discussing body positivity and um, she has a nice little method that she's going to go through. Um, She wrote a blog for us previously, um, which you should check out, uh, Mm -hmm. probably once you've seen the episode because it will make a bit more sense. But yeah, so stay tuned for that one. I'm excited. I've got lots of questions. I'm very mm. keen to learn more about diets, especially as with IBS, um, potential endometriosis. It's You're going to have trigger foods and trigger environments. So I think a dietitian would be the perfect person to speak to. And body positivity is something we're ever passionate about. So yes. 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 And if you do like our podcast, feel free to you know, subscribe, like, subscribe, leave us a review, leave us a comment, send us in questions Mm -hmm. because we love and welcome them all. Yes. Right. Well, that's it. Mm. Well, this, uh, this evening turned out to be a success after Mm -hmm. our, our many technical troubles, but we have that every time. And I think it adds to the charm. Yes, definitely. Yeah. We we come on all stressed and talk about our buttholes and then leave like, ah, that was therapeutic. Indeed, indeed. Well, well, until next time. We love you very much. Bye. Bye. Bye.